1 Kings chapter 8, verses 12 through 61. My Father and the Temple by Elder Thierry K. Mutombo of the Seventy. My father's dream of a magnificent white house reminds me that the temple should always be a focus of our lives. My family joined the church when I was a boy. A few weeks after our baptism, my father had a dream. He was walking on a beautiful street. In the distance, he saw a magnificent white house. He had never seen such an inspiring building. He shared his dream with our family the next morning. He also shared it with the senior missionary couple who taught our family the gospel. The senior missionaries told him that the house in his dream was a symbol. It stood for the temple. They showed him pictures of some of the church's temples around the world. They said that one day a temple would be built where we lived, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. For the rest of his life, my father prayed that a temple would come to our country. The dream came true. After 25 years, the dream came true. In the October 2011 General Conference, President Thomas S. Monson announced plans to build the Kinshasa Democratic Republic of the Congo Temple. The announcement made my father the happiest man on earth. He was overjoyed to be present on February 12, 2016, when Elder Neil L. Anderson of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles presided over the groundbreaking ceremony. Unfortunately, my father passed away in December 2016 before the completion of the temple. In June 2018, I was in Salt Lake City, Utah, USA. In the Jordan River, Utah Temple, I was able to perform the sacred temple ordinances in behalf of my father. That night, my father visited me in a dream. He was shining with light. I knew that he had accepted what I did for him. We thought of my father fondly when Elder Dale G. Renland of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles dedicated the completed Kinshasa Temple on April 14, 2019. A short time later, my family performed ordinances to seal my father and mother to each other. Then their children were sealed to them. Our family will remember that day forever. We shed tears of joy. We knew that if we obeyed God's laws and commandments and lived faithful to our covenants, our family could be together forever. My father's dream of a beautiful white house reminds me that the temple should always be a focus of our lives. Some have traveled great distances and made great sacrifices to go to the house of the Lord. But even if we can't go to the temple because it is far away, or we are waiting as a temple is built, or we are rejoicing because the temple is now nearby, the temple should constantly be in our thoughts and in our hearts. Why we have temples. The prophet Isaiah taught, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 3. As members of the church, we must always keep in mind the eternal perspective taught in the temple, who we are and why we are here on earth. We must remember that our goal is to return to our Heavenly Father, to dwell with him throughout eternity. That is the reason temples are built. 
they are a place for us, His sons and daughters, to learn more fully about our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. They are a place where we can learn what we need to do to live with them again. Having a temple is a sign of God's love for us. The temple is a sacred place where individuals and families can receive the most sacred ordinances of the gospel for their own salvation and exaltation. The temple is also a place where they can perform sacred ordinances in behalf of their ancestors and others who lived here on earth without the opportunity to receive those ordinances. We thus provide for those on the other side of the veil the opportunity to receive that which they did not receive in this life. See Hebrews chapter 11, verse 40, and Doctrine and Covenants, section 128, verse 15. Temples and the Gathering of Israel President Russell M. Nelson taught, These surely are the latter days, and the Lord is hastening His work to gather Israel. That gathering is the most important thing taking place on earth today. When we speak of the gathering, we are simply saying this fundamental truth. Every one of our Heavenly Father's children on both sides of the veil deserves to hear the message of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. They decide for themselves if they want to know more. Every child of our Heavenly Father deserves the opportunity to choose to follow Jesus Christ, to accept and receive His gospel with all of its blessings. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as Latter-day Covenant Israel, we have the responsibility to assist our Heavenly Father in this great work. How do we do it? President Nelson answered this question when he said, When we speak of gathering Israel on both sides of the veil, we are referring, of course, to missionary, temple, and family history work. We are also referring to building faith and testimony in the hearts of those with whom we live, work, and serve. Anytime we do anything that helps anyone on either side of the veil to make and keep their covenants with God, we are helping to gather Israel. In other words, we seek out the righteous, those who will let God prevail in their lives, and we support them as the Spirit guides them to the covenant path, to the temple, and on to eternal life. Temples and the Restoration Just as Solomon of old built a house for the name of the Lord God of Israel, 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 20, from the earliest days of the Restoration, members of the church were commanded to build a temple. See, for example, Doctrine and Covenants, section 57, verse 3, Section 84, verses 3 through 5. Section 124, verse 31. This was part of the fulfillment of the dream interpreted by Daniel, where he saw that God would set up a latter-day kingdom that will never be destroyed. The kingdom will grow, spread, and prosper until it fills the whole earth. See Daniel chapter 2, verse 35, and verses 44 through 45. Joseph Smith said, This church will fill North and South America. It will fill the world. The Lord described our day as a dispensation of the gospel for the last times and for the fullness of times, 
in the which I will gather together in one all things, both which are in heaven and which are on earth. Doctrine and Covenants, section 27, verse 13. Important parts of that gathering of things in heaven and on earth take place in the temple. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the kingdom of God on earth today. The purpose of the church is to prepare people to live forever in the celestial kingdom. See Doctrine and Covenants, section 65. The church is established when God's sons and daughters, who have testimonies of the gospel of Jesus Christ, are baptized and confirmed, receive temple ordinances, keep their covenants, demonstrate that they will remain faithful and obedient under all circumstances, and will participate in the great work of the latter days. See 1 Samuel chapter 13, verses 8 through 14, Doctrine and Covenants, section 98, verses 14 through 15. This dispensation of the fullness of times is established in order to gather scattered Israel as a prelude to the second coming of Jesus Christ. I know that the kingdom of God has been established on earth to help us learn and understand the marvelous plan that our Heavenly Father has for us. The gospel and the temple help us remember who we are, why we are here in mortality, and where we will go after this life. I know that the sacred ordinances and covenants of the temple will help us qualify for eternal life and exaltation if we remain faithful to the covenants we make. They will strengthen our marriages and families, and they will help us increase our personal capacity to resist the attacks of the adversary as we prepare daily to meet our Maker. Read by Jean Nelson.